This is a Sangatan seminar given in Tirupati, India to 50 Chinese devotees who are visiting India for the first time. Om Jnana Timanandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakshram Malitam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namah Mukham Protivachalam Kamunam Haitegam Nekripata Rahamande Shri Gurave Namahayam Vanchikalpati Vishya Kripasane Devacha Palitanam Bhavane Vaishnave Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaiti Gidara Srivasati Gaurabhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 So as many of you know this year is the 50th anniversary of ISKCON's being uh, established on this planet. So I thought today we would uh, discuss something that Srila Prabhupada, he, has, he wrote something that's called the, the Seven Purposes of ISKCON. So he wrote this 50 years ago. And the first one, he says, is to systematically propagate spiritual knowledge to society at large. So he says systematically. In other words, this has to be organized very nicely. Before Srila Prabhupada left this world, he called for one of his senior disciples. It was very, very late at night. So this devotee, his name is Giriraj Brahmacharya at the time. Now he's Swami. So Prabhupada asked him, will this movement continue after I leave? So, of course, Giriraj, he was a little reluctant to answer because he doesn't want to talk about Prabhupada's leaving. You know, he had so much love for Prabhupada, it's just very difficult to talk about someone you love so much leaving. So finally, Giriraj, he was able to reply, and he said yes, Srila Prabhupada. 
那个他勉勉为其难的说的是的，就说意思你离去后，我们这运动还得继继续下去，不是的。So Prabhupada then gave him instruction. He said, organization and intelligence. 所以抛花最后给他训示就是如何让这个运动继续发展。他说，一个是组织，一个是有智慧，有志气。So we have to be organized. In our book distribution, so we need to be organized. Just like this year, we are trying to encourage everyone to distribute 50 books this year. Just like this year, we are trying to encourage everyone to a million devotees in our movement. Million? One million. One million. Oh. So if we have one million devotees distributing 50 books each, that means 50 million books distributed this year. How many of you have distributed books before? Okay, so good number, very good. Oh, yes, yeah, so you can maybe give some guidance to the others that have never distributed. And they can be small books or medium books or big books. You can distribute them to your friends, to your family members. So we want every devotee in China to distribute 50 books this year. And this will be very pleasing to Sri Prabhupada. Because Sri Prabhupada, he once said, "If you want to please me, then distribute books." So all of you are here in Tirupati today because of Sri Prabhupada. We have this big, nice international society all over the world because of Srila Prabhupada. So we should feel some gratitude to Srila Prabhupada. And the best way to show our gratitude to Srila Prabhupada is to 
do what is very pleasing to him, which is distributing these books. So we now in this first uh, purpose of ISKCON, Prabhupada goes on to say, to distribute spiritual knowledge to society at large and to educate all peoples in the te techniques of spiritual life. In order to check the imbalance of values in life and to achieve real unity and peace. So, the purpose of this book distribution is to educate people in spiritual life. All over the world, people are receiving education. But what are they learning about? They're learning about science. They're learning about business. They're learning about engineering. They're learning about geography. But no one is learning about spiritual science. And mostly, they're teaching the education of attachment. Attachment. Because the idea is that you go to university and you learn how to do a trade and make a lot of money to enjoy sense gratification. The present university system is, is so atheistic. Even I was speaking to one professor at a university, I, was, I had a book table, and I was speaking to one, one professor came to the table, and he was a professor of religion. So I said, oh, so you're a professor of religion. Do you believe in God? He said, no. So I said, well, that's very odd. You're teaching religion, but you don't believe in God. So I asked him, did you believe in God before, your, before you started your studies to become a professor of religion? 
，啊，说了，你不信神，那么你你你成为那个宗教教，成为那个宗教那个教授之前，你信不信神 ？He said, Oh yes。他说，我之前我信神，成教授后我就不信了。<笑> so this is the very atheistic society that we live in all over the world. 这就是当今这个世界上所宣扬的这种无神论的这种这种生活。So, we want to help people、uh, out of this ignorance. So, we are helping people to get out of this ignorance. Maybe Mara. What? Here, just put it like this. Okay. <laughs> so. We want to educate people about reality. Uh, 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 we want to e d Of what's the word he said?、Uh, because of accepting the theory of uncertainty. Certainty. Uh, uncertainty. Ah. Modern scientists have、yeah. stopped their brain work. Yeah. Because of accepting the theory of uncertainty. Oh. Paul Pa said, "Ah, modern society, ah, is to let people stop their brain work. They let only let them accept the theory of uncertainty." 和那个不确定性，这种不确不确定。Very often y o u 就是说，现代的社会只只说什么呢？哦，可能是这样，可能是这样，没有这种确定的、绝对的答案。So what we're doing is we're distributing the absolute truth. 呃，当这个你要想真正工作的话，你就要确定这种这个绝对真理应该是什么 ？No, perhaps, no, maybe, but this is the absolute truth. 就是说，没有这种可能啊，可是那可能这个，可能那个，应该是绝对真理，应该是确定的。So, why are we giving this absolute knowledge? 我们为什么要赐予这种绝对的真理的知知识呢？绝对的知知识呢 ？Prabhupada says here to check the imbalance of values in life. 呃，就是说要阻止人们对生活价值观的这种不不平衡。They don't know what is valuable. 因为他们不知道这个生命的价值之所在。Therefore, it is stated, "Natevadu svartha gitingi vishnu durasya ye bahyar." They do not know that what is actually valuable is devotional service. But what they are thinking is valuable is sense gratification. So the reason devotional service is so valuable. Because by this devotional service, one can get out of the whole cycle of birth and death. 呃，这个做奉爱服，为什么说是
价值连城呢？因为你只要做奉派服务，就彻底能摆脱生死的这种钳制。Does anybody in here want to get old? 呃，大大家在座的各位是不是都想变变老啊？So we don't want to get old. We don't want to get disease. We don't want to take birth again. Oh, we're in the room. We don't want to get old. We don't want to get disease. We don't want to take birth again. Oh, we're in the room. We don't want to get old. We don't want to get disease. We don't want to take birth again. Oh, we're in the room. We don't want to get old. We don't want to get disease. 你看我吧，我现在都六十了。我记得我年轻的时候，身体老健康了，青春四射，能量十足。现在呢，我我不行了。And when I joined, you know, you you're supposed to have your sika up here, you know. So when I joined, I had a nice sika, nice long sika, right here. 呃，当我加入这昆士兰的时候，那我是年轻的时候。我的膝盖就在稍微往上一点，而且留的膝盖特别长，长膝盖。But then as I got older, my hair started to fall out, and it got it started going down. 啊，当我越来越老的时候，我的头发都掉光了，所以我膝盖上面部分慢慢慢慢的挪到下边了，因为上面没头发了So I call now it's down here. I call it the senior citizen Sika. Senior, senior what? Senior citizen. You know, senior citizen. Senior, senior. Ah, yeah, yeah. When my Sika gets higher and higher, that means I'm the oldest citizen of the country. We could say old man Sika. So, the material world is—it's embarrassing. So, the Sometimes we get old, we get disease, and there's and then there's death, and it's, it's not a nice place. So, so when we distribute books, we're giving them an opportunity to escape the material world. So, we. 派书啊，就帮助别人跨越这个物物物质世界物质存在。And all one has to do is follow the instructions. 如果任何这样做的人，他会追是追随这个序律的。Just like I heard, there's one lady here that distributes books in China. She has a book table. Is she here now? Yeah, no, uh, her daughter is here. 那个孩儿，你你妈有没有在在这？ Oh, that's her daughter. Yeah. So that's very good. And I heard that she's making devotees. 就就我听说中国这个这个妈妈也是她的妈，在中国摆书摊卖书发展的一些奉奉献者。So this is the very positive result of distributing books that people come under the shelter of Sri Lanka. 这就是派书的一个积极的结果。And even if you go out all day long and you don't distribute one book, 
still you receive the merit, still you receive the, the benefit. And I'll tell you one nice pastime of Krishna in this regard. Before the battle of Kurukshetra, Krishna, he tried to stop the war. So he went to Vidura and he told him, I'm going to go to Duryodhana and Dhritarashtra and Karna and other. I'm going to try to convince them to avoid the war. Let's, let's settle this peacefully. Try to work something out. And Vidura said to him, Krishna, please, don't, don't even try. Because they're not going to listen to you. And they may even be offensive to he said, the wise have said that anyone that goes out of their way to perform a virtuous activity, even if they're not successful, they still receive the merit. They still receive the result. So therefore, even if you go out all day long, you don't distribute one book, Krishna is still pleased with you. Krishna? Krishna will still be pleased with you. Therefore, Krishna is a very good boss. Just by this endeavor of distributing books, Krishna is pleased. And there's actually a name for Krishna, Kartamisha. Kartamisha means the boss. So, Srila Prabhupada, he was speaking about book distribution and he was saying how Krishna, he wants this knowledge distributed throughout the world. Uh, so we should all be yes-men for Krishna. You understand yes-men? Yeah, yes you should be a yes-man. Yeah. Whatever Krishna says, yes sir. Yes. So if we if we do this activity, 
then uh, we advance very quickly in spiritual life. Prabhupada said that you become quickly recognized by Krishna by distributing these books. I'll tell you one nice pastime of Prabhupada. Prabhupada was in Mayapur. And there were some devotees, they were showing him some uh, pictures of temples that had recently been opened. Of temples that had recently been opened. So Prabhupada was looking at the pictures and he wasn't showing very much interest. So one devotee entered his room with another devotee and they were from South America and they could see that Prabhupada wasn't showing very much interest. But they, but they knew Prabhupada was interested in book distribution. So, the president, he said to Prabhupada, Prabhupada, this devotee here with me, he's distributed 10,000 of your Bhagavad Gita's. So Prabhupada looked at him with his eyes wide and he said, He has the mercy of Krishna. So you can imagine how good this devotee felt. Very happy. He was recognized by Prabhupada in such a uh, such a dramatic way. But then the other devotees that were showing the pictures, they felt a little, they felt a little disappointed that they had not also pleased Prabhupada. Also pleased? Huh? That, that, that they had not also pleased Prabhupada. Uh -huh. They felt a little bad yeah. that they had not also pleased Prabhupada. So Prabhupada, he recognized that. And he said, no, 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 you have also pleased Krishna. But the book distributors, they're, they're special devotees. They're, they're, they're especially pleasing to Krishna. Uh, 
就对那个展示图片那种，啊不不不，你们也取悦了 Krishna， 但是这些派出的奉献者，他们是特殊的一个奉献者，他们尤其特殊取悦了 Krishna。He said just like in Vrindavan, in the spiritual world， 就像在灵性世界的 Vrindavan， there are so many devotees， 那里有很多奉献者。There's the gopis， 有无量。There's the cowherd boys. There's Mother Yasoda. But of all the devotees in Vrindavan, the gopis are special devotees. So the book distributors, they are like that. They're they're doing very 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 pleasing service to Krishna. 呃，所以这个派出的奉献者就是属于这一类，他们对于这个库舍来说是特别特别特别特别呃亲爱的。Shri Prabhupada once said that Krishna is feeling more pain upon seeing our pain than the pain that we're experiencing. What does that mean? Krishna is feeling more pain. Yeah. Upon seeing our pain, yeah, okay. Then what we're experiencing, okay. Krishna, 当我们痛苦的时候 ，Krishna 看我们痛苦，比我们经历经历的痛苦更让 Krishna 痛苦。就我们痛苦那种感觉 ，Krishna 比我们更痛苦，他看我们。So when we go out and distribute books, believe it or not, we're trying to relieve the pain. So in this, in this first purpose, Prabhupada goes on to say that the result of giving this spiritual knowledge is that people will achieve real unity and peace. 呃，等这个传播灵性知识的结果，就是给人们带来这种和平和团结。Just like now we have on this planet something called the United Nations。就像在这个世界有联合国。But it's not the United Nations. It's the disunited nations because the the flags are increasing. 但他他这个联联合国不是真正联合国，叫什么？ So this is actually this Krishna consciousness movement is the real United Nations. So this Krishna consciousness movement is the real United Nations. Because we have devotees from all different nationalities, they come together and they chant. The glories of Krishna. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he predicted that in the future, devotees from America, from Europe, from China, from Africa, from all different walks of life, they would all come together and they would chant Jaya Satchinanda Nagorahari. Jaya Satchinanda Nagorahari, Jaya Satchinanda Nagorahari, Jaya 
so and we're seeing that just now recently a couple weeks ago in Mayapur I saw all of you dancing in front of Radha Madhava with all the other devotees from all over other parts of the world. It was so nice to see. And most of us, we came because of the books. Because of the books. How many of you joined because you got a book? Well, yeah, many. So even in China, where it's illegal to distribute books, so many of you are coming to Krishna consciousness because of receiving a book. So these books are very powerful. One devotee, he was distributing books, and he handed one to a, to a student, and the student held the book, and he said, Whoa, this book is very powerful. So the devotee said, Yeah, well, what you're holding there in your hand is God. So the man says, Oh, well, that explains why it's so powerful. So yes, these books, they change people's lives in a very positive way. And this is a way to uh, to show our compassion for others. Compassion is such a beautiful quality. When you hear about devotees that they practically risk their lives for spreading Krishna consciousness, it just it really touches the heart. Just like there are some devotees uh, in a place called Armenia. This was during the, the communist period of Russia. Named uh, Sarva Bhavana Sachi Sutta. Yeah. During the communist time. So they were distributing books in Armenia, but they were getting caught by the police and they would be put in jail and sometimes they would be beaten. 
他呢在那个年代呢，你去苏联的时候派出的时候呢，就在街上派出，被警察抓了起来，呃，抓进了监狱，在监狱里遭到一顿胖揍，暴打。But even though sometimes they would be beaten, they'd be thrown in jail, still they had such love for Prabhupada, such love for the books, still they they went out. Went out. They went out on book distribution.哦，啊，被抓完打完以后，他出来以后，他呢对泡帕德和这派出这么的热爱，尽管遭遇了这些，他仍然去继续派。So eventually the manager he said, you know, here in Armenia they're 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 catching us too much. They're looking for us. Better we go somewhere else to distribute. So he suggested you you go to mainland Russia and distribute there. And they're because they're not expecting us to distribute. It should be okay. So they they did that. These two devotees, Sarvabhavana and Sachisutta, they they flew to mainland Russia, and then the boys, yeah, mainland Russia, Armenia is south. South, south of Russia. Yeah, it's another, it's like another state. They went to mainland, flew way up into mainland Russia to distribute books there. 啊，完，这这个管理者，这些管理员就把这这这两个奉献者，就给给他驱逐到了这种南俄俄罗斯的南部，完，他们在那儿呃开始派书。So they were distributing many books. 他们在那儿居然也派了很多书。They would fly up there and they would distribute so many books, then they would fly back down to Armenia, and they would tell all the devotees of all the nice experiences. And then they would fly back up to mainland Russia, and they would send more books up, and it was going very nicely. Ah, they, 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 these two devotees, they sent many books. Then they went to that place and went back to that place and sent more books. Then they went back to that place and sent more books. Then they went back to that place and sent more books. So, one time, Satchitanta he didn't return. One time, so Sarvabhavana, he thought, oh no, he's been caught by the KGB. So he didn't know what to do. So he stayed up all night waiting for his friend to come back. No return. So that morning he started he chanted his japa and Krishna inspired him to stay because he still had a hundred and ten Bhagavad Gitas. So he didn't know what to do, whether to go back to Armenia with the books or to stay. Because now his friend is caught, so he decided after he chanted his japa, I'm going to stay and I'm going to distribute these books. Ah, he just because he he didn't know what to do. Ah, then he just did the japa. Ah, Krishna, then he encouraged him because he didn't know whether to go back to that place to pay the money or Krishna gave him a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a a so he went out to distribute books, and he was approaching people, and then one man came towards him, 
he had a beard, and he looked nice, but looked like he might be a Christian. But he called, he spoke to him anyway. So, as he was speaking to him, he showed him the Bhagavad Gita, and the man said, Oh, Bhagavad Gita, I've heard of this book. Do you have any more? So, Sri Baban was a little hesitant because he might be a KGB. So, the man said, you know, I have many friends that are also involved like this. So then they thought, okay. Yes, yes, I have more. I have ten Bhagavad Gita's here. So the man said, I'll buy all of them. And Sarvabhan was very happy. So then they continued talking. And the man, he invited him to his home. So now again he became a little hesitant. Maybe he's, maybe he is a KGB. So then they were talking some more and he, he was a nice man, so he said, Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll go to your home. And it turns out that he was the main priest, Christian priest for that city. He was the main priest, Christian priest. But he was also interested in Eastern thought. So they were having nice talks. So he said to this devotee, Sarabhana, you know, you're so nice, is there any other service I can do? Anything else I can do? <coughs> so Sarabhana said, well, I still have a hundred more Bhagavad Gita's in my flat. <laughs> he said, would you, would you like me to buy all of them? <laughs> so the devotee said, well, I would like, but I don't want them to just come here and, and, and sit in your home. I want them to go out to the people. So 
so the man said, no, 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 I have many friends that are also interested in these books. So I'll just stick with them to all my friends. So Sarvabhana was so happy, 110 Bhagavad Gita's went to one person. And that was a world record. That's a record. What a record. The world record. So, he was so happy. But at the same time, he was so sad. Because his friend, his best friend, was caught by the KTV. So he went back to Armenia, very happy and very sad. So he went to his apartment and they knocked on the door. There's a circuit, there's a secret knock. Yeah. And the person opened the door was his friend Sachi Sutta. So they were, they were so happy. So then uh, Sarvabhama asked him, what happened? What, what, how are you here? What happened? Why didn't you go back to the flat? He said, I was caught. I was caught by the KBC, KBT and they were going to take me to prison. So there was, he said there was ten people lined up going to the to, to the prison, going to a vehicle to go to go to the prison. Uh -huh. And one of them he, he, he ran away. Uh -huh. And one there was only two policemen. Uh -huh. So one policeman went to go catch him. Uh -huh. So now there's eight people yeah. with only one policeman. Eight people, yeah. Yeah, eight prisoners, yeah. one policeman. Yeah. So the person behind Sachi Sutta uh -huh. said to him, you go to the right, I go to the left, there's six people in the middle, what will he do? Let's escape. So that's what they did. Sachi Sutta, he went running that way, the other one running that way, and the man was cursing. He couldn't do anything, so he escaped. <laughs> Yes, 
现在就剩下的是九个人一个警察，所以完、啊、他们就这些警卫开始商量，你往东边跑，你往西边跑，那个七个站中间，我看警察怎么办。然后那个派出所分院长就往这边跑了。这个警察一看，这他就这个、警察就无能为力，他就一个人。So they made the big escape. So, this Feng Xianren just successfully escaped. So you see, they're so compassionate that they were ready to risk their lives to give Krishna to others. So you see, this is a, they, 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 受制约的人，呃，这就是拯救其他人的生命，怎么就有这种怜悯之心，就为了营救他人的生命去高冒风险？对，牺牲自己的生命，攒这种怜悯，牺牲自己的生命去去帮助别人。And there's a very nice verse in the Srimad Bhagavatam that tells us the qualities we should have when we distribute books. 呃，正典佛家法坛描述一个世界，那里谈到我们所应该具有的这个品质，就是去派书。The first one is the diksha, which means tolerance. 呃，第第一个品质应该是容忍，就是宽容。Now, when you go out to distribute books, sometimes there will be rejection. 呃呃，当出去派书的时候，可能要遇到什么，被人家拒绝。There'll be more rejection than there'll be people willing to listen to you. What? There'll be more rejection yeah. from people than there'll be people that are willing to listen to you. Does anybody here like rejection? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Nobody likes rejection. But you know, it's very good for the soul. The mind doesn't like it. But the soul likes. Because it's purifying. Does anybody here want to get purified? So to accept this service where you're forced to be tolerant. It's very good for our purification. So we accept this service, it forces you to become tolerant. So you will become tolerant. And even people who see that we're tolerant, they also appreciate. I was distributing books one time in Miami airport. And this one businessman, he came right to my face, and he was shouting at me, 
you guys are just a cult, you're cheating people, you're a ripoff, shouting at me. And I didn't, I didn't say anything. I didn't, I did I just stood there and let him, uh, let his, uh, let his anger get off, and then he left. I just tolerated him. And one minute later, an Indian man came to me and he gave me a donation and he said, That was amazing. 他说到太令人震惊刺激了。So even people that see that we're intolerant, they appreciate that.对，当人们看到你那么宽容容忍的时候，他们对人们特别的欣赏你。And Lord Chaitanya, he says in the Shikshastika, "Trinada peace in each other, terror of peace." Amanida, manadena, kirtaniya—very important. He says one should uh, think oneself lower than the straw on the street, more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and ready to offer all respects to others without desiring respect for oneself. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. So, just like在这里视为路上一个毛草，该离开树还要宽容，隐迹虚荣感，随时向别人致敬，不求别人的尊敬。so Krishnadas Kaviraj he says this verse is so important that it should be worn around our neck strung by the holy name Krishnadas Kaviraj so that's the first quality. Next one. This is the first Next one is compassion. Now compassion is something that we have to pray to Krishna for. It's not something that will come naturally. Of course, as we continue chanting and serving, the, the qualities of the Vaishnavas naturally come. But because we're conditioned souls, we have this envy in the heart, and envy is, is diametrically opposed, completely opposite. So compassion means going out of our comfort zone, going out to the people to give them Krishna consciousness. Because people are suffering. In the uh, in America, about 
30,000 people commit suicide every year. 30, 所以这样的人就经历了很有很大的痛苦。所以我对你的痛苦要有一个解决的方法。就有一个, 有一个例子,就是一个医生,他能治愈这个癌症,所有的癌症。there's so many different types of cancer. And millions of people die every year because of cancer. So imagine this doctor, he has the cure for cancer, but he doesn't give it out to the people. Now, first of all, if he did find the cure for all types of cancer, it would be big news all over the world, front page news all over the world. Doctor has found cure for all types of cancer. Now the the next best new big news would be that doctor has found cure for all types of cancer but does not give it to the people. It would be criminal. So we have the cure for all types of not only cancer, we have the cure for all disease. Because in the spiritual world, there is no disease. And we're inviting people by giving these books, we're inviting them to the spiritual world. Not only is there no disease, there's no old age. There's no death. There's no birth. In the spiritual world, no one walks. Everybody dances. Wherever they go, they're dancing. In the spiritual world, nobody talks. Everybody is singing. In the spiritual world, nobody talks. Everybody is singing. 
and they have very good voices. And everything is alive. The houses move, the trees move, mountains move, everything moves. And everything talks. There is no dead matter. Everything is alive. And everyone is Krishna conscious. So it's a very nice neighborhood. 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 And the nicest thing, you know the nicest thing of the spiritual world is? Anybody know? Copper Vriksha, no. Almost. Anybody know? What is the nicest thing of the spiritual world? Long life. Long life. Well, the eternal, the eternal, that's nice. And there's, there's, there's the highest bliss. And there's full knowledge. But who knows what is the nicest thing of the spiritual world? No suffering, always bliss. That's nice. Yeah. Mars will say, what is it, Mars? The nicest thing of the spiritual world. No envy. No envy. The nicest thing of the spiritual world is Krishna is there. <laughs> That's what makes it all so nice. And all the other things you just said, that's on the side. What that mean? That's on the side. That's like. The side, side benefit. So, the Dikshaya, Karunia, Maitra. Maitra means friend. So I told you about the Diksha, tolerance, compassionate, and then friendship, friendly to everyone. So when we go out on book distribution, we have to be very friendly to everyone. Because 
one, uh, there's one uh, thing that we try to teach as we travel around, uh, teaching book distribution, and that is everybody walks away with a good impression. This is the, the motto. This is our motto. Motto. You understand motto? Motto. How do you say motto? Shofar. Huh? Shofar. Everybody walks Shofar. away. Huh? Everybody walks away with a good impression. Every, everyone we speak to, yeah. they walk away with a good impression. Now sometimes when we're distributing books, someone may speak to us uh, in, in not a very pleasant way. But better that we're that we're tolerant and just be friendly. I'll tell you another amazing pastime of one book distributor. This is also in the airport. What? In the airport. In North Carolina. One, one place in America. This lady was distributing books. And again, one man came and he was criticizing her and blasting her and just, just he almost became violent. He was just so angry and so, you know, just terrible. And everybody in the airport was shocked because he was just so loud. And after he did his thing, he said, the lady, the devotee said to the man, would you like to have a cookie? And he said, no, nah, you probably got poison in it. No, don't give me that cookie. So then he, then he, then he went on and he left. Two weeks later, the same man comes to the airport. And he sees this girl. And he went to her and he, he just, he was, he was so remorseful. He remorseful. Felt remorseful. Yeah, I know. Remorseful. He felt so bad that he had treated her so in such a nasty way 
and that she had even offered him a cookie. So he just felt so bad. And he said, I'll buy, I'll, I'll buy every book that you're distributing, I'll buy every book. <laughs> so he bought so many books, and then she said, Oh, by the way, and here's that cookie I was going to give you. So then he took the cookie. Then he took the cookie and the books. So you see, she was so friendly that even though this guy was a big demon, he was he was conquered by her friendliness. And then he was he was uh, he was conquered by her friendliness. You got that already? So tolerance, compassion, friendliness, and samantvena jasarvama, which means equal towards everyone. We try to see everyone as a soul. Everybody is part of Krishna. Everyone is the eternal servant of Krishna. But they've forgotten. So we're, we go out on book distribution to remind them of who they are. Now they have, uh, they forgot who they are. Just like there was one, one student in, uh, in California, he, he was riding his bike and he fell down, he hit his head, and he got amnesia. He forgot who he is. Amnesia. So very awkward. He didn't know his name. He didn't know where he lived. He didn't know anything. Zero. So he didn't know what to do. So he, he, he figured the bike must be his because you know, it's laying there. So he picked it up and he's walking, he's walking his bike. And one devotee sees him. And he says, oh, excuse me, I'm from Los Angeles. Where are you from? One devotee stops him. He's walking his bike. Yeah. And one devotee sees him. 
and he says to him, excuse me, where are you from? So the, the young man says, I don't know where I'm from. I wrecked my bike, now my memory is completely blank. I don't know anything. So the devotee said, well, I'll tell you who you are. You are the eternal servant of Krishna. So he thought, okay, now I know something at least. <laughs> you know, uh, okay. He said, he, he thought, now I, I know something at least now. Okay. So the devotee understood his very awkward situation, so he, 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 he took care of him. He took him to his apartment and he taught him about Krishna. So he became a devotee. <laughs> and he remembered who he is. He's a servant of Krishna. And he became a very good book distributor. But then he wanted to find out who he was materially. He found out who he was spiritually. Now he wanted to find out who he was materially. Yeah, so he 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 wrecked his bike near a university. Yeah. So he figured he must be a student. So he he, he had a picture taken of him. Yeah. And he he put it on the on a piece of paper. And the caption is, I don't know who I am. If you know who I am, please call this number. I have amnesia. So, so he gets many calls. People call him. Yeah, I know who you are. And it turns out, he finds out that he was a big atheist. So Krishna made him forget all that. And he became a, a wonderful devotee. 
So that's what we're doing. We're trying to remind people of who they are. Prabhupada mentions that we all have a Siddhas Guru, we all have an eternal relationship with Krishna in the spiritual world. So we want people to go back into that relationship again with Krishna. Okay, is there any question? I want to tell you about how the devotees distribute books in China. Okay. Uh, can I give this to you? Because China is different from America, you know, we can't, you know, the devotees don't go out so freely. The devotees are not able to go out openly so much, but there's other ways to distribute books there. Some devotees have got their internet sites, they've got their websites, and they have markets, and they sell the books on the internet. So a lot of devotees, several devotees are distributing books like that just from the internet. Usha's got a yoga studio. She distributes books to all the yoga teachers. And the yoga students as well. Yoga students, yoga teachers. They all get books. She distributes books there in their yoga school. And then Sachi Priya. Sachi Priya. She sets up book table at, at universities. Yeah, university bookstore, uh, library, have some mar market. Oh, very good. And the authorities don't give her any difficulty. <laughs> Usually older people, older people in China are given more freedom. So that's how, like Harini's mother, Harini, yeah, she distributes books, you know, she goes to the university, outside the gate of the university, she puts a table or sometimes she just put a cloth on the ground and put the books there and she'll wait there and people will come. 
And she developed some really good devotees. Some of them are, you know, some of them like some of the girls who got initiated. They're they're already initiated and they're fluent in English. They're very highly educated, you know, in English, you know, and they became good devotees. And then Harini's mother, uh, she's not here today. She, she, we sent, I sent her guard to go to other places. She went to some other towns and she did the same thing there. She went all the way up north to Mudanjang yeah. and she was there for a few months and she made some nice she goes all over China. Yeah. She's 76, but you know she she made some amazing devotees. She's very patient. She'll just put the books here. She'll just wait, and the people will come and she'll talk to them. She's very patient. She'll just put the books here. She'll just wait, and the people will come and she'll talk to them. She's living in a city, Harbin. Like eight, nine million or ten million people, very big city, you know, big cities. Big universities. So nearly, I mean, all these ladies have all promised to distribute at least fifty books this year. What about the men? <laughs> okay. No question, no no question, no comment. But wait, wait. If if now I have distributed fifty books, what do I already accomplish the task? Then do more. Just do more? Yeah. Double <laughs> it. Do 500 books. Okay. 
呃，那问你在哪个国家？你是走怎么走进亏损资金？在哪派出所？现在住的伊斯坦布尔。Yeah. 嗯。嗯，请问全世界哪个国家的派出所状况比较好？呃，在帕布尔，我往东到 ，which country are you from？ And how did you join the Christian countries？ And you now you manage the book distribution？ And which country is the best country to distribute the Bible？ 啊哈 ，That was many questions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How I joined? First, yes. Yeah, which country are you from? I'm from America. Well, that's the main one. That's the first question. And how did you join Crystal Consciousness? I was uh, growing up in Los Angeles. And at one point in my life, I started meditating. Just, you know, not not chanting Hare Krishna, just some meditation. Then I started reading books on philosophy and yoga. So I was reading one book by uh, Baba Ramdas. And in the book, he said it's uh, as one advances in spiritual life, one becomes uh, detached from material things and and becomes more you know, spiritual. So then, so then I thought Los Angeles is probably not a good place. So I decided to leave Los Angeles, and I was in search of a place that was like a, like a paradise. So I was traveling, and then at one point, as I was traveling, someone stole all my things. So I thought, okay, that's good. I'm supposed to be detached, so that's good. So I continued traveling. And I went to one, I thought maybe the Bahamas, which is the some islands on the southeast of America. So I, I went down to Miami, Florida. You all know Miami? So I flew to Bahamas, thinking that it would be a good place for spiritual life. But it was very, very materialistic. So I decided to leave the next day. 
But before I left, someone stole my money. So I, I knew that something amazing is going to happen in my life. So I was very happy. So then I went, I flew back to America. I back to? Yeah, I was on the islands. So I flew back to America. And uh, one man, he suggested, you're going to need money. So he said you should go down to Key West, Florida. Key West, what does that mean, Key West? It's a city. City, huh? Oh, you know, you don't want to go to Key West. You don't want to go to Key West. You just go to Key West. So I went there and I got a job. So I went there and I got a job. And in the back of the book, there's books recommended to read. Books recommended to read. And one of them was Bhagavad Gita. So when I saw those two words, Bhagavad Gita, I thought, wow, that really looks like an interesting book. So then I went to the public library in Key West. Key West. What's the Key West? Key West, it's a city. And there was four different Bhagavad Gitas in the library. Now I thought, now which one? So fortunately, the BBT made Prabhupada's very attractive. So I pulled out Prabhupada's. And then I took it to my apartment. And uh, I was amazed. I couldn't put it down. So I read it in about five days. And then from reading the Bhagavad Gita, Prabhupada he has in the Bhagavad Gita so many places where he recommends Chanting Hare Krishna mantra. And explanation why to chant. So I gave up my other meditation. And I chanted Hare Krishna. And it was very nice. And it's still very nice. So then, I had this job where I, there was nobody there, so I was just chanting Hare Krishna all day. And then after three days of chanting, I went out the back door, the exit, 
and 100 meters from the from the exit was devotees chanting Hare Krishna. So I went to them and I said, Hey, you chant the same mantra I chant. And they said, You chant Hare Krishna? I said, Yeah, all day long. And they were like, Wow, really? So then they preached to me for a couple hours. And then they invited me to their ashram. So I moved in that night. I moved. And then they told me about a, in Miami, another city in Florida. They have a big temple. So they said you should go there and you should get trained up. Here we don't have, we are small. So I went there to Miami, the city. Beautiful temple. Beautiful property. They had 80 mango trees. Good mangoes. Good mangoes. And there was a little lake there. And there was peacocks. And ducks. And uh, this, then when I left Los Angeles, I was looking for paradise. So Krishna satisfied, satisfied my desire, and that was paradise. And then after two months, they asked me to distribute books. So that was 1978. And by Krishna's mercy, I'm still distributing books. Uh, I think that was it. Huh? Did you have another question? Uh, is, uh, uh, which country is the, oh, the best? The, the best country to best distribute books. India, India is number one. America is number two. Russia, <laughs> Russia and America are always competing. Close, very close. Because, 
India has their own category. No one gets close to India. I hope you have I hope you have all success in distributing your 50 books this year. And if you do 50, try to do more.